the grand finale. We coming through with the Madden family. And NFL fans, welcome to another edition of This Week in the NFL. Your three-man booth is here. Two weeks in a row, we're hot. So I'm your host, the Cowboy, joined by Cowboy Senior. How you doing, Senior? Hey, looking forward to some prime time to end this week's game with the Bears. There you go. He's, he's flying high. He's had this. He's had this one circled for two years. <laughs> and you can hear Mr. John D'Amato laughing. John, how's it going? <laughs> Pretty good. A little premature uh, there. He couldn't even. He, he couldn't edge uh, up until at least the middle of the show. Uh, <laughs> it had to. He, he, it was in the first thirty seconds. It was oh, happening. <laughs> hey, listen. I got a. I got a scoop. I got a. Uh, this week in the NFL exclusive, I, I, my sources say that Senior was invited to Mr. Kraft's uh, wedding uh, last week, <laughs> but uh, he, he said he only goes to New York for UFC, so he uh, he turned down the inv- invitation. He turned it down. You know who yeah. didn't turn it down was Mr. Tom Brady. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Beating to an ugly, ugly, ugly loss to... Everyone's punching bag, one of our favorite punching bags, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Did we put the stink on Tampa by just skipping over the game and assuming a win? Yeah, we had we had more than a couple like that. We we we, we glossed over, figured it'd be easy. Uh, the uh, Atlanta too. That's true. That's true. Well, John, you you did step up and give Atlanta some credit. I glossed over so. I'll, I'll take responsibility uh, there. The, didn't he didn't have the pick balls him to win. A w, yeah, didn't have the balls enough to go all the way. But, Things might be but, different this week. Yeah. But I, I, I shot him down and you know disrespected them, and you you were quick to jump jump to Marcus Mariota's defense <laughs> and that and that running game. <laughs> so we we can start. Let's start on on Buck Steelers. Big surprise, senior. Was this just a case of Tampa not showing up, or do you think the Steelers may have potentially turned a corner here? No, I don't think the Steelers turned any corner. It was just a pathetic performance by the Bucks. I mean, it's it's one of those games that you're going to say it's just inexplicable. Our team, our de- at least a, g- a good team like the Bucks could could lose to that disaster in Pittsburgh. I mean, this is Pittsburgh. Without three starting D-backs, I mean, they're bad to begin with. Three starting defensive backs out and T.J. Watt out. I mean, the the Bucks should have been able to throw all over them. And there's really no no excuse for how you bad got, the Bucks you, played. They you got to put up more than 18. Laid a, they laid an absolute egg. Yeah, that's it's one of those things that happens once in a while. No, I don't. I don't think the Steelers are about to go on a roll and turn their season around. No, I still think they suck. They're just one of, one of those fluky games, that's all. And uh, a total disaster. I mean, really, I mean, if the Bucks end up missing the playoffs by one game, I mean, it's awful. I mean, the thing is, their division's so bad that they're still tied for first place at 3-3. Three and three, But ah, it's inexplicable. If, if anybody can throw some logic into that one, they're better than me. It just... How does it happen? I don't know. Flukes. That's why, as they say, that's why you play the games because these things can happen. So I guess kudos to the Steelers for one week, but that's about it. And 
terrible, terrible, terrible for the Bucks. So the Bucks have the ultimate get right matchup here in that if you <laughs> thought the Steelers were bad, how about the Panthers? So hot off the presses, we're recording this on Friday night. So this this news came out yesterday. Christian McCaffrey traded to the 49ers. Great pickup for the 49ers. They had to give a lot to get him. It was for four draft picks. Um, no first rounders, but four draft picks. It's a lot for a running back with a, with a pretty big contract. But the Panthers doing something you don't you don't always see in the NFL, more of an NBA thing. Just a just an unabashed, blatant tank. I mean, they're 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 trying to be the worst team in the league. John, any way that this Bucks stumbling through the season, this you know Brady looks unhappy. It feels it feels like this is a get right spot, right? Where they come out and lay the wood to the Panthers. Anyway, the Panthers stay in this game. Nah, that, especially uh, after the way the uh, the Bucks blew it to Pittsburgh. They already they they took the Steelers for granted. They're not gonna they're not gonna do it two weeks in a row. And uh, but uh, you got to give uh, the Steelers some credit in that in that game, even though they're gonna be uh, you know, four and thirteen, five and twelve, whatever that. They're going to play hard for Tomlin all the way through, and uh, and and when the and when the Bucks uh, cut it to twenty eighteen, they missed it too. There was still plenty of time. You figure they're going to get the ball back, and they're going to they're going to pull it out twenty one twenty. Trubisky made a couple of ridiculous plays, which is it's hard to believe. Uh, uh, you know, you know, multiple Trubisky, multiple third and ten yeah. plus, right? Trubisky is what he is. He he's going to be a career backup or whatever. Always struggling to stay in the league, whatever. But once in a while, he he pulls a. You know, with his scrambling ability, he, he pulls like a Hall of Fame player once in a blue uh, out of his uh, out of his buttocks there, and uh, yeah, he won it for them. But uh, and and yeah, with the uh, with Tom, he's lucky he's got the uh, you know six rings on his uh, on his resume because uh, I'm sure when he was yelling at at his teammates, uh, a couple of the guys were want to say, yeah, we went over that play uh, Saturday when. Uh, you, you were hobnobbing with the Mr. Kraft and everything. You know, we went over that play in pra- at, at the practice that you weren't there. I'm sure a, a lot of guys would love to stick it to him, to him there. But the, when you got the uh, the reputation like he has, he he could get away with that stuff. And but I mean, they're, they're really, no they're, they're 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 you know they're they're half throttle through the regular season, right? Just trying to make the playoffs and win their division. Yeah, they're in a perfect division. Uh, for, for these um, the missteps, uh, they, they could slide in at ten and seven and then be very dangerous, uh, especially in, in the NFC. Who who knows uh, what's going to happen in the NFC? Right now, the Eagles, uh, you know, look look dominant over everybody else. But by the time uh, December rolls around, somebody else will emerge, and get their stuff together. But uh, the 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 two guys uh, that everybody loves to hate right now are really struggling with their teams: uh, the Bays, Tampa, and Green. Yes, yeah. So, so senior, I, I I I think the Bucks blow them out. I know you you were on Panthers Island last week, which is a pretty lonely place to be. Um, <laughs> the Rams didn't even play good, and oh, the Panthers yeah. are just putrid. That was a crazy reach by me. I'll say that. If you want to bring up the islands, I was also on Eagles Island and Bills Island, which were pretty pretty pleasant. But but really, really bold, really bold calls there, senior. The and, uh, I'm not gonna. Well, it was bolder than uh, our other two hosts were. 
Not a competition, CBR. Jeez. <laughs> but the Panthers. Uh, we weren't talking about those games yet. I was going to give you your credit. Don't worry. The, the Panthers. Uh, yeah, that was a reach, and uh, yeah, they pretty they pretty much with the trade last night. That pretty much tells you that they don't even care about their season. They're playing for the draft picks. So yeah, I'm, I'm not going on Panthers Island this week. No, no, the the Bucks get better, and. They don't, even, they don't even have to play well. That's what Lilo thinks of it. That's what, Sounds like Lilo's on the Bucks too. Lilo's on the yeah. Bucks. So no, no one on Panthers. <laughs> no one on Panthers Island this week. So that's a good segue, senior. We can talk about the game of the week. Um, it did deliver. Chiefs Bills. It was a little bit of a different game than some of us had anticipated. A little more of a defensive battle, and um, the bill, the Bills got it done. Um, I didn't think the Chiefs played bad. It's a um, you know two pretty evenly matched teams. I think the Bills just you know I you know the, the weapons right they they have a little more a little more in the weapons department than than Kansas City. I think if you play this game a hundred times, it's fifty five forty five. No no huge takeaways from me other than I think you know these two teams are are the class are the class of the AFC and I, I think are most likely going to meet in the AFC title game and in a rematch, it could be in Buffalo. John, any, any takeaways for you? Oh, well, it was, it was, it was a lot different than the, the playoff game for sure. You saw the, uh, the big uh, improvements in, in both the team's defense. It, it wasn't the, uh, Kansas City did have the ball last. Well, well, not technically, uh, technically Buffalo did, but Kansas City had the, had the ball last with a chance to, to win it. And, uh, uh, the mercenary Von Miller, who, who wasn't there last year, uh, showed his worth. Uh, you know, and that's that's the big difference. And Kansas City too, have much improved on, on the defense. And uh, and of course, uh, the great uh, analyst uh, Tony Romo predicted uh, in the first quarter said this is going to be more like a 24-20 game. So he gets his uh, cachet back uh, as a genius prognosticator, like, like he was the first year calling all the plays and stuff. But uh, definitely uh, uh, and the improved defenses that uh, caught my eye uh, with, with both teams. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Especially, I mean, you know, the Bills have a good defense. The Chiefs defense hadn't played well, but they, they, they did a nice job of not just getting completely shredded by Buffalo. So good game. Buffalo on the bye this week. Kansas City in, in a very interesting game going to San Francisco. San Francisco coming off a, a really flat, crappy performance at Atlanta. Got, got kind of just worked over by Mariota and the, and the Falcons, as we um, as we alluded to. Can they right the ship here, Senior? Um, you know, they have McCaffrey. It's not clear whether he's going to play or not. So, And if he does, probably be... You know how much of the playbook can he really can he really have in two days? So it'd probably be some specific packages um, in San Francisco. What do you think? I know you're you're I know you're high on the 49ers. I am high on the 49ers, but I I also am aware that that they they're dealing with a lot of injuries right now. I mean they they could really use to get guys like Bosa back for this game, and I'm. Um, I don't know. It's, it's it's a tall order. They they also appear to be in a pretty good spot in their division, where if they get healthy at the end of the year, and the, obviously with the trade they made, they're telling you that they're going for it. I mean, uh, they they traded 
some draft picks to move up to draft Lance. And now they give up their second, third, and fourth next year. And in this in this trade, they are putting their chips in the t- in the middle of the table. But I just don't I just don't see them winning this game right now. As injured as they are, if I if I have to make a pick, I I got to go with the Chiefs. But I still think that you know the way the Rams seems seem to are showing us nothing great. That that division. They can afford to lose some games and still come out of that division. And if they're healthy at playoff time, I'm I'm not backing off of, of my pick that that they're going to go to the Super Bowl. But next week, I think the Chiefs also coming off a, a loss where they played well, a good game. They're healthier. I gotta like the Chiefs in that game, even on the road in a close game though. But the Chiefs. Who you got, John? Yeah, I got I got the Chiefs too. It, uh, it looked like the 49ers got caught uh, looking ahead a little, uh, and, uh, and and yeah, when you do that, you saw what happened. Uh, they they got us. Uh, they got smoked by Atlanta, and, and now they're going to wind up losing uh, two two in a row. So uh, I like the Chiefs. Uh, I don't think the the 49ers are going to run all over them. Uh, if this was 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 last year with that the, the Chiefs defense, but uh, I like how the Chiefs improving on the on the D. They're not going to let the 49ers run all over them. And they'll score enough to, to, to win. And the 49ers will take a two-game losing streak. I like the Chiefs as well. So anybody, um, anybody listening, you know what that means. <laughs> Heavy on the Niners. No, I, I just think the Chiefs are, are a better team. Uh, the Niners do have a good defense. But I just I, – I see the Chiefs in a close game. And it's – I mean, it's really, for me – you know, you got Mahomes on one side and, and Jimmy G on the other. And this is a game where Jimmy G's going to, you know, they're going to have to chuck it around a little to keep up with the Chiefs. And, you know, just give give me Mahomes regardless of being on the road. So lock it in. Chiefs. All right. Nice, All right. Nice, and then Nice three I, o'clock game for everybody to, to, get, to get the showcase. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So let's get to... Um, Let's get to the surprise team of the NFL in the surprise best division in the NFL. Your New York football giants. Baltimore came to town and the Giants, you know, the Giants showed up and the Giants beat them. John, I'm just going to, I'm not even going to give any analysis. You were on Ravens Island. But I think that was more because you didn't want to jinx the Giants than 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 what you truly thought. So just break down the game for us. Break down what you think of what you think about the G-Men, what you think about this five and one start, and just let us have it. Well, uh, I'm gonna have to uh, re- replay what I've been saying pretty much every week. Uh, it was uh, I don't know how they pulled this one out. At twenty to ten, they're, they're letting uh, you know Kenry Kenyon Drake run run at thirty yards. They only had ten men on the field. He runs thirty yards untouched. Uh, they they looked like uh, the team that everybody thought the Giants were going to be. Uh, but uh, at twenty to ten, they they just hung in there and uh, they they got a breakdown twenty to seventeen. It's uh, the the Ravens got a third and one. It looks like they're going to keep the ball and uh, and and take a, and run down the clock. And then they get a full start. And then the next play, uh, Jackson fumbles the snap and. He, and he and he throws a pick and uh, just uh, giant fans going crazy and and then uh, you know the Ravens had plenty of time to get the ball back uh, after the Giants took the lead and the and the first play the Giants get that that pass rush that vintage pass rush uh, 
that they they pulled out, you know, that vintage pad they used to pull out versus Brady that uh, that uh, Justin Tuck and uh, Michael Strahan used to pull out. So, and and they got the turnover and uh, and and also that interception was their first of the year. They were they were the last team in, in the league. Uh, all the other teams had at least one interception, and what a perfect time for for Julian Love and. Uh, it's it's just every week that they hang close, uh, you know, with their coaching and uh, and the, and the and the big thing I say also I say every week is, is Jones hasn't since week one he had he had he had a, a fumble and an interception week one he had two turnovers and since then he's only had a, a one fumble and one interception since then and both of them came in in like a desperation situations one was at the end of the Dallas game when uh, he, you know he threw a hail mary and it got picked and this one and this week he had a fumble on the last play of the of the half so. That those are only statistical uh, turnovers. So he's really had only two costly turnovers all year, and, and that's the only way they can win these games because they're winning by the, you know, you know, by a hair, and, and you can't do that. If they, if uh, Jones did his typical, had, had like a turnover or two in the first half, they're, they're not in position to 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 get that break where they pull it out. So. So big kudos to him. He's not exactly racking up the, uh, you know, the yards and the, and the TDs and all that, but he, he's he, he's keeping them in the game, and uh, it's just nice to see. But but I will dispute. I I think that the Commanders bring the division down, and uh, the AFC East uh, from top to bottom is a uh, is a more uh, a complete division. I, I I would say. Yeah, it's close. It's close, but you had to be really encouraged um, by Thibodeau. He was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to get, you know, even though he's got a lot of pressures and he's doing a lot of good things on the run, uh, it's good to get that that first uh, that sack, that first, of course, that first turnover, you get to, to get that shine. And uh, def- definitely a lot of the uh, the, the draft picks, which I, which I was down on, uh, uh, Robinson came through finally, uh, you know, he plays, he's uh, healthy, the wide receiver, and, and Bellinger's been great as one of the best uh, rookie tight ends uh, He's he's been great. So the, the 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 rookies are starting to pick up pick it up too. Yeah, I I wonder if they played your thoughts on Robinson in the locker room for him before the game. After, <laughs> to motivate, to, to yeah. motivate him because he 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 looked great. I mean, yeah, I mean, he, I'm very very impressed with the Giants. I I don't know if they can keep it up because just like personnel wise, yeah, it's, it's real tough. Like I mean. I mean, if you look like guy for guy, like Baltimore, Baltimore like looks like a better team, right? But that's how it looks every week, and they they keep doing it. And Dayball deserves all the credit in the world for the way he's turned Jones around and the way he's already seemingly turned turned the franchise around. So, congrats, John. Five and one's pretty nice. That's so how sweet it is. The Giants this week traveling to Jacksonville. The Jags coming off a loss to the to the Colts, where they allowed Matty Ice to turn back the clock like it was the first three quarters of the Super Bowl against the Patriots. I mean, he lit them up, 389 yards passing, and somehow, senior, the Jags are favored in this game. Total lack of respect for the Giants. But what what do you see in this game? Yeah, uh, you know, the lack of respect card is going to both of both of the New York teams, really, right? Because uh, I know we'll touch on it after, but the Jets are the Jets are underdogs to the Let's Ride boys in uh, in Denver, which seems 
totally insane. Oh, they, they just don't want to give you guys any respect, John. I mean, I I see it as another giant win. I see it that that it's, it plays as a fairly close game, right into the Giants' hands, and they just they just know how to win more than the Jags know how to lose. So, I see the the, the G men going to six and one in this game, and I think it is a lack of respect. And hey, you know you you know. Our coach Bill used used lack of respect as a motivating tool through a lot of the Pats championship years. He bolted board material up there. He'd use stuff like that to motive to give his team a little extra motivation. And Dayball should be doing the same thing. I mean, Bill even used it when there was no lack of respect. But this is lack of respect by the odds makers against the G Men. It's it's ridiculous. There's no way they should be underdogs to the to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Go G-Men. Keep pulling right. and smart, solid right. football. And win. I'm, I'm going to go the other way in this one. Um, not out of a lack of respect for, for the Giants, but the, the, the close game thing, I mean, I, I do see it as a close game, and it's tough to win every single close game and keep coming back when eventually one of them goes goes the other way and I think I think it's I think it's this week. I think the Jags are not are not a terrible team. I think they're 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 average. Um, I see a close game, and I like the Jags. I like the Jags by three. Again, no disrespect to the Giants, John. You're up. Uh, none none taken. Uh, I'm I'm leaning towards the, the Jags too. I I just think that uh, everything's gonna gonna kind of even out. They've uh, they're on a three game losing streak where all the breaks have uh, have gone against them and. And the, and the Giants, obviously, all the breaks have have been with them. So I I don't think it's that much of a disrespect to be uh, you know the Giants have, have been barely winning and uh, the Jaguars uh, you know they definitely have, have more talent. Their uh, their top pick Walker has, has uh, he he he's been getting a, a, a good pass rush. Yeah, he had a couple instances where you know a couple roughing the, the pass pass the penalties and negated a couple of sacks. So. I think it might be a get right for them. So unfortunately, I think it's going to, things are going to even out this week and the Jags are going to take it. All right. So we can segue to the other New York team, the other surprise New York team. The Jets went into Green Bay and, and just punked the Packers. This is, we had said last week, if the Packers lose this game, you have kind of a DEFCON 3 situation. Well, well we're there. Um, their offense is just stuck in the mud. It's it's ugly. It's ugly. I know the Jets have a pretty good defense, but this this was this was just an awful performance by the Packers. The Jets look good, and they're doing it. You know, they're doing it the way you do it when you don't have any faith in your quarterback, which is run, 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 and and rely on the defense. We don't know if Wilson's good yet, but this. You know, it all it all seems to be working for them. They, as Senior alluded to, travel to Denver this week where the Broncos took another another tough loss and another just like unwatchable game for the Broncos who who specialize in the unwatchable game. They may have like the second or third best defense in the NFL. Their defense is awesome. And their offense is so bad that they're two and four. And one of those wins was 11 to 10. It's, it's, I mean, 
just a horrible, horrible state of affairs for the Denver offense. In in this game against the Chargers, Wilson came out like gangbusters, finally looked decent, and then promptly went like five for twenty or whatever it was. The rest of the game, they were they just couldn't get anything done. It's it's just it's ugly. It's ugly offensively in Denver right now. And Wilson picked up an injury. And you wonder, I know that you wonder if, you know, they say, hey, Russ, make sure you're make sure you're 100 percent healthy. If And we'll just go with Rippin for now. Right. I mean, it's kind of that same as like the Baker Mayfield theory, like could Rippin really be any worse? <laughs> so, John. What do you make of Jets at Broncos? As as senior mentioned, the, the Broncos are favored at home. I think that's a that's on the backs of their defense, right? And is like are they can they can they win a 13-10 game? But what do you think? Uh the Jets played just about their uh, the the perfect game versus uh, Green Bay. They they smoked them. So and uh, and Denver's been been playing as as awful as can be. So this this is another one, just like with Giants Jags. You, you figure that the worm's going to turn and uh, and and things are kind of going to even out. Uh, you know, the Jets' fortune uh, going into Mile High. That's a tough place, uh, or whatever the hell, uh, whatever the, the hell stadium they call it now. That, that's a tough place for the for them to play. They haven't had much success there. So I I think the. Uh, the Denver's gonna gonna pull out a, a close one and just uh, keep the Jets humble a little. They had a little problem. One of their receivers doesn't like how the uh, not getting enough offense. He's doing a, doing an eye me uh, Elijah Moore because um, well the Jets are you know when you only pass 18 times uh, you know you're not, you're not gonna get seven targets uh, like uh, like a lot of the you know you know these offenses that are throwing it 50 times. So a little disgruntlement there. Uh, I just think the jet the jet's gonna come down to earth. Although they have, they haven't they have they probably have the uh, the offensive and defensive uh, rookie of the years uh, in uh, Sauce. Brees Hall, in Brees Hall and Sauce. Uh, they're, yeah, their their defense very impressive. Quinn, Quinn and Williams uh, too. Uh, so they have they have some elite defenders. So the the Jets are still gonna win a lot of games. I just think they're gonna run into a, a tough one where things are gonna gonna kind of even out. And Denver's gonna show that they they're not maybe as terrible as they are. With that they're gonna the defense is going to fuel them to another victory, and uh, and if not, we get to see them uh, again. They got the uh, they got a London game uh, coming up uh, uh, the following Sunday, so we so they get the national spotlight again. Denver, uh, uh, yeah, everybody loves. Awful. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it, it's tough for it's a tough break for them to be to be the only game on so yeah. many times because everybody it's like them are the bears right are the two least watchable teams in the whole yeah. in the whole league russ the, gets that spotlight with the and, and they always show those sideline reactions of his receivers just an utter contempt for us <laughs> it's uh, yeah i mean he he mustn't be like a real likable guy because you have all all these old teammates coming out of the woodwork to take yeah. shots at him now. Like I saw Michael Michael Robinson yeah. <laughs> fullback took took some took some national shots at him. Um, yeah, Richard Sherman not a fan too. Obviously, yeah. I mean that's he's yeah, still still salty from uh, Malcolm Butler. Goes without saying. Keep reliving it, Richard. That's what I say. Um, <laughs> John, me and, you, me and you are aligned here. So solely based on, on, on the defense against Zach Wilson, 
I think Denver's going to come out, sell out to take away the run, make deep, make, and then you, they have, you know, I mean, if he's not the best corner in the NFL, he's top three, right? Patrick Sartan is as a, you know, this in a long line of shutdown guys, he's a shutdown guy. And I think they're fine leaving, leaving him on an Island. They're going to take away the run. They're going to force Wilson into a couple of mistakes, create a couple of short fields for either Russ or Rippin, which um, Denver will then win on Brandon McManus's leg. So I'm going to say 12, 10 Broncos, four field goals. Yeah, so so it sounds like you you're making a comparison that uh that Zach Wilson is the the the, the Jets are kind of uh their offense is gearing them kind of kind of how like uh, Sanchez was the first couple of years and uh, and you think that if, if they have to rely on him more you, you don't have the confidence there yet. Definitely not, especially against this defense. I mean, this defense pretty much shut down Justin yeah. Herbert, senior. What do you think of Sauce putting on the um, putting on the cheese head? Yeah, that was pretty cool. It was entertaining, and then he got it knocked off his head. Yeah, by, uh, by Alan Lazard. Lazard, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was. I mean, why not gloat a little? Why not have some fun? You know, they they kicked their ass. I mean, and I think you know you're probably right that they come down to earth a little this week. But I can, I think they can come down to earth quite a bit from that performance. And still beat beat this joke of the of the Denver Broncos that can't score any points. I mean, you realize they they were behind in the game last week, so you're trying to come back. And Wilson threw for 15 yards in the second half, 15 yards. And you talk about guys disgruntled. Did you see Melvin Gordon on the sideline? Yeah, <laughs> they got some disgruntled stuff going on over there too. I mean, their their offense, the fact that Wilson seems like a mess, and I think it was a bit. It's a big loss that they lost Javante Williams. You know, they had a he. He's, I mean, he's a real talented guy, and now they they're mulling through these three running backs, trying to figure out which one they're going to play, and then after the game, it said that well. Melvin didn't do anything wrong, and he's fine. He's not injured. Well, and what the heck does he get buried for? You know, I think they're a mess. I think they're a mess. So I'm, I'm going to be on the island with both New York teams. I really think the Jets, all they need is they, a subpar performance from their offense probably gets them enough points to win the game. You're not going to have to score many. That Denver team is an absolute disaster, and the Jets are flying high. So I, I, I'm, I'm going to go with the hot team. I'm going to go with the Jets. I really think the Broncos' offense, it's pitiful. It's the worst offense in the NFL. I mean, the Bears have scored more points than that. What what more can you say? I mean, it's awful. Let's yeah. ride. Go Jets. And the Jets have that type of front four. Where they, oh. yeah. They, yeah. They can't, you can't run on them. Boys. Yeah, I think. The Jets are actually good at all three levels of the, of the defense. The Jets uh. have a lot of talent, you know. Next next week is going to be interesting. Uh, there's a certain uh, showdown coming up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. yeah that, sounds like the juices are flowing for that one. Like def- that'll have defensive tussle written all over it. You know, so yeah. So I, I I love it. It's a great segue. But before we start talking about the next game, 
I asked Senior specifically, John, about the cheesehead, because if there's one thing we know about Senior, it's that he doesn't mind rubbing it in a little bit. And so his <laughs> his, his response was exactly what I expected. Ah, you won. Shove it in their face a little bit, right? Right? Nothing uh, wrong with that. Uh, yeah. Especially the Jets. They've been down for quite a while. So they, they deserve yeah, it. Yeah, you went in there and destroyed them. You know, you destroyed yeah. them at, that, that great Lambeau Field. So, yeah, uh, where the cheese at? Especially Sauce. Especially Sauce. That guy's got, you know, he's got Hall of Fame uh, written all over him. <laughs> just the way he's starting. He's, he's going to have a hell of a career. So, you just, you, you, if, if you're that great, you, you should be a... You should be cocky. Yeah, yeah, it could be like a character kind of like Dion was, you know, as a quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> Great segue to Monday Night Football. Senior mentioned it in the first <laughs> 10, oh, 10 seconds of the podcast. <laughs> the Bears traveling to New England to play the Patriots. Senior, if, um, you know, I'll say this on the podcast. If you, if you wake up Monday morning and say, hey – I want to see the Bears get crushed in person. Just call me. I'll come pick you up. We'll go to the game. So, <laughs> so the Bears, I, we, we talked about it a little bit on last week's show, coming off a you know, pretty ugly, uh, ugly loss in an ugly game, 12-7 to the Commanders. The Patriots followed up their throttling of the Lions as underdogs with a 23-point victory over the Browns where you're starting to think now, maybe this, maybe this Pats team is good, right? Like this was, you know, the lions are the lions. I thought the Browns, this would be a close game. Uh, the Patriots defense, the Browns have, you know, arguably the best running game in the NFL and bill just masterfully took that away. Make Jacoby beat you. The result 38, 15 Bailey Zappi. I think they really found something there, right? I mean, at the very least, he's con- you know he's confident. Where if Mac is down, you don't have you don't have to worry too much. He play he played well, and just a great great overall around performance by the Pats. So you have two teams going in totally opposite directions here, right? The Patriots looking formidable, the Bears looking like a like a total mess. They do have a decent defense. I don't. I don't see them, and this isn't a Homer thing. I don't see them being able to hang with the Pats at all. Like I think the. I think the line's probably a little too low. This feels to me like like a double digit Patriot victory. Like I. I, I mean, I don't know how you could say the Bears are going to score more than fourteen points in this game. I mean, they with the, with the offense they have and Fields is just getting crushed every week, and. It's just to me, it's a, it's an easy call. Pats four and three, riding high into the into the into the big matchup. John talked about senior. Yeah, there isn't that much to say about it. The Pats defense is going to overmatch that woeful Bears offense. The Pats will get enough done on offense. The Pats offensive line's playing better. They're running the ball well. And I don't know which guy's going to be playing quarterback, but they'll be fine either way. It's the Bears. It's the Bears. Monday night, the lights are going to be shining bright. 
and the Bears are going to be dim as usual. So, yeah, I mean, uh, we're probably going to put the jakes on the Pats, but that's okay. So, I think, senior. I think, I think the Pats overcome the, the this week in the NFL jinx and kick the Bears' asses. <laughs> senior. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're if you're the guy in charge of the NFL schedule, right? <laughs> what is possessing you? to put the bears in prime time two weeks in a row. Cause it's not like, like the Broncos I get right big. You know, the, Nobody knew that Wilson was just completely washed up. Right. Like you just, you didn't oh, know that, oh, but, no, the, but the bears, the bears coming into the season, widely considered one of the worst teams in the NFL and not even like a fun, bad team with a, you know, bad defense, but they can put up points. Just like, <laughs> Every game's maybe just it's horrible to watch. Where do you think their head was at? I don't know. That's it's, that's another. I don't know. I don't know how they expect it. I don't know. I mean, the, the Pats have to carry the ratings, I guess. But you know, no. I mean, why you even put them in prime time once? Never mind two weeks in a row. Is yeah, is lost lost to me. I mean, the Bears really. I mean. That Thursday one. Whoever it is that's in charge of scheduling, we should be sending about podcasts. We've been telling them for a couple of years now, you know. That Thursday game, because because not all teams I don't think are required to be on Thursday anymore. I know the Giants don't have a Thursday game, so that was that was a head scratcher. The the Commanders game. I guess they're going for the old the old school fans. To 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 old the old rivalry or whatever, but yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. So John, last give night, us your last oh, night's go ahead, game senior. was a little more entertaining than the previous. Much more entertaining, races. way more it was entertaining. Kind of a wild, wild and crazy fun game. So well, it's a good. A little, Bezos got a lift last night. It's good matchmaking. I mean, you know, the Cardinals and the Saints. I mean, they might not be the two best teams in the league, but they're probably going to put up some points, yeah. right? Bears, Commanders. I mean, like, neither team is going to get to 20. You know it going in. You said it beforehand. And, I mean, frankly, the Patriots are better than folks thought they were going to be. I mean, if you, like, preseason, I mean, looking at this Monday night matchup, because the Patriots, like, like, don't have the world's greatest offense either. At least it wasn't thought that they did. Just really, really, like, really makes no sense to me. John, what's your prediction for the game? You go. You go. Uh, you go. Bears Island. Pat's forty-six. Bears ten. Uh, the same oh. scores. <laughs> same scores. Super Bowl That's twenty, which uh, yeah. which senior would remember. <laughs> They're gonna get revenge. Uh, Steve Grogan and uh, Tony Eason are gonna be at the game. Uh, big revenge game. And thanks <laughs> I, I, as as your you know your trusty post here, folks. I did. Just go take a quick look at the NFL schedule. And thankfully, this is the last time we're going to see the Bears in prime time. They have uh, they're all one o'clock the rest of the season. And again, lost in the one o'clock schedule where they belong. All right. So we're all we're all, we're all picking the Pats. And what else do we have this week, guys? Well, uh, let's. 
let, let me ask you guys: Is there uh, what's the buzz in uh, New England? Here? Is there a quarterback uh, controversy? Is uh, is Bailey Zapp uh, going to be the Brady to Mac Jones's Drew Bledsoe? Or what's uh, yeah. the latest? Well, if Drew Bledsoe was like a whole whole lot less accomplished, um, I think I think Matt. I mean, they're going to start Mac, but I think he's on a short leash. Bill doesn't give a shit. He'll pull him. Um, he he kind of lost them <laughs> a couple of games early in the year. You know, the one thing Belichick hates is mistakes. Mac Mac was making mistakes. Zappy looks like he's got the game management thing kind of down. And, you know, granted, they didn't play the uh, the 85 Bears in either one of these games. But I don't think it's a controversy now. But I don't think Mac is just, you know, Aaron Rodgers where they're just going to let him play through you know play play through a bunch of mistakes i think i think if he you know if they somehow were to lose to the bears and he he throw he throws some picks or he's not you know he's he's making those mistakes i think they'll i think they would they would definitely go to zappy you know in 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 the next game what do you think senior i totally agree i I mean they don't even have to lose mac has to stop turning the ball over because because the kid showed enough that Bill will give him a shot. You know, the kid, the kid didn't make any mistakes. He played really well. I know it's against two not great defenses, but especially last week against the Browns, I, I really like his, his, he looks very composed in the pocket. He's got those, uh, some of the things that they say you can't teach, you know, this subtle little moves, a little stepping up in the pocket or a couple of steps to the side and gives himself a little more time. And, his, and he's, he seems to be very accurate throwing the ball, too. So I think we may have something in Zappy. So, yeah, I, th- and I, I, I know Bill wouldn't hesitate to pull the trigger if Mac, Mac's got to stop turning the ball over if he wants to keep his job. Yeah, especially, I mean, this team, this defense has the look of a team that, that could potentially do something, right? It's not like this is just a rebuilding rebuilding year. Or anything like that, where he's not going to let Mac go out there and cost him games. So hopefully Mac plays well against the hapless Bears. But if not, it's nice to know that you have um, you have that insurance policy sitting on the bench. Yeah, from the uh, from the non-homer uh, perspective, uh, that was that was impressive because uh, you know Cleveland's got an above-average defense, and uh, as the weather uh, turns here, if, if you could play D and run and run the ball. Uh, you you got to you got to fight a chance to uh, to stay in contention. Absolutely, and they can do definitely do both of those things. They may have they they have a great running game. It's not good. It's great. Like everybody everybody laughed at the Cole Strange pick, but the kid looks like a road grader. I mean, they really hit this draft with Zappy um, and John 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 Jones, John the the cornerback, Jack, Jack Jones, Jack. I'm sorry, yeah, Jack Jones. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah so, uh, offensive line picks are never sexy, but uh, they, they win your championships. Exactly. Exactly right, John. So another week where we don't have a ton of games where it's teams with two winning records. The next one we have is Colts at Titans. Mm-hmm. That So the 3-2-1 and one Colts at Tennessee – Three and two. Jonathan Taylor back for this game. 
I like the Titans here. I really think the Colts are not a good team. I they'll probably keep winning and make make an idiot out of me, but they they don't pass the eye test for me. They played well. Their offense played well against Jacksonville, but I think it was an aberration. I think I think Matty Ice is on the uh, the Russell Wilson train to the couch. <laughs> Soon enough, retirement. Um, I, I just, I just think the Titans are, are a better team, and I like them. John, uh, the, the Titans. Uh, this is already a rematch, uh, so they're already done for the uh, the season. They, they got their two games in, and uh, the Titans took the first one in Indy, and uh, I, I think uh, the Colts are going to return a favor in uh, Tennessee. Uh, I don't think Ryan's washed yet. Uh, him and uh, Pierce, Alec Pierce, got a good, uh, got some good chemistry uh, going. So I, I think it'll be a tight one, and uh, these two teams are uh, kind of even. So uh, they're they're going to split it, and uh, the Colts are going to are going to get their get back on this. John shamelessly stumping for a Super Bowl pick, just trying to <laughs> trying to wish it into existence. <laughs> All right, you're the tiebreaker, senior. Looking rough. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Colts as well. We said that you know that their passing game showing some life last week with Taylor out, but I mean that's that's not their formula for winning. Matty Ice, threw, I think he threw 57 passes. That's not the way they want to win. But with Taylor back this week, they will probably run the ball more, show a little more balance, and yeah, I I think I think they they pull out a close game, close win for the Colts. I'll go with John. All right, I'm on Henry Island. It's not a bad place to be. <laughs> there you go. All right, another game of teams that at least don't have losing records. Falcons at Bengals. Really interesting game. So both teams coming off really nice wins. The Bengals went in, into New Orleans, and I believe I picked the Saints in this game. and was a, I was feeling good about it, but they <clears> – <throat> Give give Burrow credit. He had his best game of the season. Finally got Chase going. Chase made an incredible 60-yard touchdown catch to win the game when it looked like they were they were in big trouble. Um, they could. I, I think they will point to this game as when their when their season turned around because they were looking two and four in the face and had not looked good, and they finally started clicking a bit. Um, Atlanta, as we talked about. I mean, really impressive performance against against San Francisco. Um, they, I mean, they they beat them bell to bell, right? They, whatever they, Atlanta's Atlanta's very well coached, and they're kind of they're running a different offense than anybody else in the league. Really runs with the you know with the you know run, with just the concentration on the running game, and it's a really interesting matchup. And John, I'm interested in your in your thoughts on it. Well, uh, Atlanta at three and three, disrespected not not just by you but a lot of people. But they they really could be a, at a five and one. They they got jerked on that that Tampa call as we discussed last week, uh, and they they handed the the Saints the the, the first the opening week game. So they they could really be five and one. And the other loss was versus the Rams, was, and they were right in there till the end. So definitely uh, being slept on here, but. I think th- this is a tall task to go into the jungle. Uh, Cincinnati's uh, Cincinnati's been, uh, you know, a little shaky. They got off it, but it looks like they got it together now. And uh, 
they, they got that road win versus the Saints, and uh, I, I think Cincinnati about to going to go on a run here, and they're going to take it. But it's not going to be easy. Atlanta's been uh, been hanging tough, and uh, and and this uh, on the other hand, this will be a it will be a big turning point win if Atlanta takes takes this on a tough road game. And uh, and coming up, they got like Carolina next week, so they they could put themselves in the in in the playoff position. As a matter of fact, two out of the next three weeks, they got a Carolina. They they play Carolina twice, so those should be a couple of easy dubs. So, so if, if Atlanta could get this one on the road, they 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 can be a, a contender to win a division. But uh, I'm I'm going to go with uh, Cincinnati to, to to take it in a close one. All right, senior. Yep, interesting close matchup again. Um, what I talked about last week with the Bengals, kind of like last year, where you know they're hard to figure out. They they really are, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that their offensive line play can be so shaky that mm-hmm. you know when a team can take really take advantage of that, they can be bad. You can get the good Bengals, or you can get the bad Bengals. Uh, I just think. I see it as a close game. Both, I think the Bengals' defense is a little underrated, but I don't. I so I see it as a kind of a close, low-scoring, not low-scoring, medium-scoring game, and flip a coin, go with the home team. But I wouldn't be shocked if Atlanta beats them. But I'll take the home Bengals, something like twenty-one seventeen, in a good battle. The Falcons playing tough, solid, but. Coming up a little short on the road in Cincinnati. All right, I'm going to be on Falcons Island here, and I, I think it's a I think it's a toss up game. Um, this is this is your Cowboy game of the week, listeners. So at one o'clock, I would tune into this one. I think it's going to and Giants Jaguars. If you're a Giants fan, of course, John. But I think this will be a really entertaining back and forth game. A good contrast. Yeah, definitely. Stuff of styles and I just, I really like you know, John, John, John opened my eyes last week when he, when he called me out for not giving the Falcons respect. So I went back, I reviewed the film and he's a hundred percent right. They're just a funky team. And I don't think this means the Bengals are a bad team. It's not a pick against the Bengals, but it's a, a pick for the Falcons who could be that surprise team as the Bengals were last year, that surprise team every year, that nobody thought was going to be any good and ends out, you know, the four or five seed or whatever. So I think that could be the Falcons this year. I like the Falcons in a squeaker. All right. right. At 425, the three and three Seattle Seahawks at the four and two Chargers. Um, The Seahawks, the feel good story of the league this year with Geno and Carroll, I, I, similar to the Falcons, they, they they could be they could be the team that looked like you know one of the worst teams in the NFL on paper coming in who who sneak into the playoffs. Nice 19-9 victory over the Cardinals. Um, you know their defense showed up for the. Uh, I guess their defense showed up. It was another Kingsbury special, frankly. If you watch, <laughs> if you, if you watch the game, but the Cardinals played well last night. Put up, put up forty-two, you know, fourteen of that by the defense. But they, uh, they seem to have righted the ship getting Hopkins back. But th- this was a bad performance last week by the Cardinals. But Seattle got the win. The Chargers, sexy Super Bowl pick. The Chargers, 
are coming off and yeah, pretty unimpressive win over the over the Broncos that we talked about earlier. They're four and two. They're four and two, but it's kind of an ugly week four and two. And they are going to be really thin at receiver in this game with Josh Palmer out. Who, I, I mean, this I'm surprised this wasn't a bigger deal. But watching the game, you know, I had some vested interest in Josh Palmer. And the first play, the first first catch he had, he got up holding his head, like you know, like like he like he had hit his head. They left him in. They left him in the game. He ended out with ten catches, and he has a concussion. So I don't I don't know I don't know how this whole policy works. Like if I can see that on TV, you're telling me the the guys on the field didn't see it. It's crazy. But so Keenan Allen coming back, but may, maybe coming back, but maybe not. And if he plays, he's not going to play much. So they're they're really thin in Los Angeles, where there's zero home field advantage. There'll probably be more Seahawks fans there than Chargers. I haven't picked first yet. Cowboy upset special of the week. Seahawks going into Los Angeles and beating the Carter, the Chargers. I don't like what I've seen from the Chargers defense either. So I think this could be a um, a bit of a shootout where the Seahawks just have the Seahawks just have the better, you know, the better the better weapons for a shootout. And as crazy as it is, Geno and Herbert are you know, there's not a huge difference there. So Seahawks in a high scoring affair. Senior. Yeah, a lot of what you said, it should be there should be some points scored because the Chargers defense has been suspect. And again, they they've got some big injuries. And you know, their Bosa is out too, and the two guys on the offensive line, the center and uh what's his name? The tackle that's really good. So the Chargers are four and two despite these injuries. It's been an, an ugly four and two, but they've been beat up. Keenan Allen possibly coming back. I agree that the weapons at Geno's disposal are better, but I mean, I think it's a reach to say Geno and Justin Herbert are basically the same. I think this. I think it. It, it'll come down if it, it's going to come down to a duel and Justin Herbert's going to outduel Gino 35 28 Chargers Chargers get the win at home you think it's a reach senior yeah I mean yes I mean Herbert's been playing without his starting center and Oh man, the guy's name escapes me, but he's an all-pro, an all-pro tackle. That's been yeah, Slater. Slater, Slater since week yeah. one, and he's been playing without his number one receiver. He's a real talented kid. We know how good he is. We've seen him play in the last couple of years. Gino Smith isn't isn't as good as Justin Herbert. Come on, I know Gino's been playing okay, but oh, come on, that like that's 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 a little ridiculous. Uh, all right, so so. We have, we have the two the two statistics right that that are that for for quarterbacks right that you look at QBR Geno Smith four fourth in the NFL sixty eight point four Justin Herbert eighth fifty nine point five QB wow. rating Geno Smith 
third in the NFL, 108.1. Justin Herbert, 12th, 93.1. I don't think, like, obviously the, the, the Chargers wouldn't trade Justin Herbert for Geno Smith. I think he's a better long-term quarterback. But right now, Geno, Geno's playing better than him. He just is. Uh, I'll, still, I'll still take Herbert. <laughs> we'll All right, John. But I'll take Herbert. Uh, I'm going with Senior on this one. Uh, but uh, you guys both made some good points. Uh, the, the Chargers are on a, a very, very unimpressive three-game winning streak. Uh, <laughs> with Houston, Cleveland, and Denver, they're uh, victims, and uh, and they barely won those games. But uh, I, I I just think it'll be this will be the week where they where they put it together and uh, and put a nice uh, win, and uh, they can have a four-game winning streak to to brag about. Even though the opponents are, you know, from mediocre to not so much, but uh, yeah, I, I just think they they have a lot more talent than, uh, and and the cream will rise. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, there's, you could go by the statistics, but you ask anybody, they'll they'll take Herbert over over Gino. This is this is like Gino's, uh, you know, as great as he could play, and and Herbert's, uh, you know, actually kind of struggling a little. So you, you know, he's gonna get it. He's he's going to get it together once uh, the injuries and stuff uh, clear up. So they tried to write us off, Gino, <laughs> but we ain't right back, Gino Island. <laughs> All right, and then we have on Sunday night. We talked about this for a second. The upstart Pittsburgh Steelers coming off a huge home victory against the Bucks versus the Dolphins, who have Tua <laughs> returning. The Dolphins coming off a you know, relatively like ugly, ugly loss to Minnesota. Really, right? They didn't. They didn't play very well. Um, John, are you a conspiracy theorist? Did you, do you think that this is the first hit that Thompson took? They told they told him to act like he was hurt because Bridgewater was active, but they didn't want to look like they were forcing Bridgewater to play. Uh, this yeah, this concussion stuff. I don't like to to joke about this stuff. It's uh. It's a scary thing. Well, it was thing. his wrist. It was his wrist. It wasn't yeah, his. It was, no, no concussion. No, I know. I know. It's the, uh, the, the, that's the one thing you, you can't control with these injuries. Uh, that, that's, that's what makes it frustrating sometimes, you know, watching these games when 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 somebody goes out like that. And, you know, especially when we're coming out this week where Tua says he was, you know, he was literally out for, you know, for a while. So it's, it's a little scary, but yeah, there's not much analysis to this game. I think uh, no matter who's quarterback, uh, that that was the that was the Steelers, uh, you know, best best they could play last week, and uh, and every once in a while the Steelers will win one because uh, you know Tomlin's still a you know a solid coach and uh, he'll keep them fighting and they won't quit. But I'm going with Miami no matter no matter who's in the uh, QB. Yeah, so I listened to, on another podcast. I listened to they brought up a good point or a fun point. You think the Steelers are going to go out there and do it for Flores? Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, it's, the, the, the Dolphins did kind of screw him over, right? And it had this whole firestorm after. It would, it would, be, it would, be, it would be a nice story. Um, I'm with you, though, John. It's, it's, I, I, I don't think the Dolphins are, are all that good. Um, I, I think they're going to really try to protect Tua in this game. So you might not see that the the deep shots downfield to Waddle and Hill that you're that you're used to seeing. 
And I think they are ripe for an upset. But with that said, I think the Steelers are just, I, I thought, I think it was an apparition last week. And it was more the Bucks just playing awful, like Senior said at the beginning of the show. The Steelers are just really, really not a good team. So even with all that, all that working in their favor, I think, I think the Dolphins take care of business. Senior. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> the Steelers, with the Steelers with their defense battered on top of that, try, they're going to be trying to keep up with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle running around out there. No, the, the Dolphins are going to roll over them. T- Tyreek's showing us that uh, he's so good that it doesn't matter who's playing quarterback; he's going to get he's going to catch his passes and get his yardage. And with the, like I said, the Steelers are a joke. I mean, that was that was a total fluke last week. <laughs> the um, so Tyreek Hill is so unique, right? And I think it's it's kind of nice to see him doing it without Mahomes. But it's just how fast is that guy? Because the guys in the NFL are the fastest guys in the world, basically, right? And he is just faster than all of them. And it's not just like you see like some of these sprinters come in and it's straight line speed. He's faster than all of them in a straight line, and he's quicker than all of them. He's really an incredible, incredible weapon. Very impressive, and I'm happy for him. The Chiefs miss him. I wonder if they had it to do over, if they would have done anything differently. But it's a tough situation with all the, um, you know, with, with how much money these receivers are commanded in the open market this, this year. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, supposedly uh, the Chiefs, uh, Kelsey, cleared some uh, cap space. Uh, I have a feeling uh, we're going to be hearing something soon from uh, OBJ. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a perfect fit. I mean, if you are him, right? Like there, you can't go back to the Rams. They're such a shit show. Why yeah. would you? Why would you want to play with them? That I mean, the Chiefs is just like a really perfect situation. I mean, really, he steps in and he's their number one receiver, right? I mean, he's better than Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, yep. I mean, Kelsey's the number one receiver, but he's their number one wide receiver. It's, I mean, just a phenomenal situation for him. And he, I mean, he could get his second ring in a row in Kansas City. Not happening yeah. for the Rams. Yeah, if he's healthy, uh, it's a perfect fit. All right, so the rest of our games here all feature at least one team with a losing record. So we'll just go down the list. Browns at Ravens. Get right spot for the Ravens. I, I I don't think the Browns are a horrible team, but they are. It's tough to have that, you know, run, you know, great running game and no defense. Like you kind of like you need both, right? The great running game and then a good defense and their defense has been awful. And I think, I think Lamar, coming off that loss to the Giants at home just really, really lights them up. And I like the Ravens in a I like the Ravens pretty big in this one. Senior. Senior. I'll go Ravens easy. John. Ravens easy. All right. Senior, are you there? Okay. We've lost him, John. That's okay. Hopefully he'll be back. All right. Next up. We have the one and four Lions traveling to Dallas for the against the four and two Cowboys. John, you and I, and the senior, yeah. is missing. He's missing his chance to gloat about picking the Eagles here. So, senior picked the Eagles, folks, and me fly and John. Eagles fly. There he is. 
<laughs> we Senior lost Island. you. For a, we lost you for a little bit, Senior. Who do you have in Browns Ravens? Uh, Raven. I, I echo what you guys said. Uh, the Ravens walk over them. All right, Lions at Cowboys. So the Eagles, as has been the case for most of the year, played an, um, an incredible first half, where I made a real corny dad joke in in our little group chat and said Cooper rushes his way to the bench. I'm proud of that one. Um, and Because Rush was like deer in the headlights, throwing picks. It was, it was just an awful performance by him in the first half. But the Cowboys, you know, showed a lot of fortitude coming back and, uh, and making it a game where not a lot of bloom came off the Cowboys' rose for me in this game. I thought their defense still played really good. And, you know, with a healthy Prescott, they probably they, they may win that game. Um, Dak is back this week. Russia's performance in that game laid to rest any quarterback controversy, which is uh, which is nice. Not that there really was one, but if he would have gone out and lit it up against the Eagles, there you you would you would be hearing things. Um, and the Lions coming into town, one and four, with Dak. Ba- I mean, even without Dak, I would pick the Cowboys, but especially with Dak coming back, I uh, I like the Cowboys here. They're, it's a nice it's a nice soft defensive matchup for Dak in his first game back. So he should have a nice game and it's it's almost, it's a kind of a carbon copy for me of Patriots Lions where this defense is too good for Goff. So this could this one could be a real lapper. Cowboys senior. Uh, obviously Cowboys over the Lions. That that whole quarterback controversy thing. I just want to make one comment on something really stupid I heard from what a <laughs> A complete idiot in the media. Good old Bart Scott. Of all people. <laughs> a complete moron. Well, he, he had been pushing Cooper Rush. That they got to keep playing Rush. And so he got called on it. And uh, his response was that the Cowboys are screwing Cooper now. He doubled down. He didn't say, well, yeah, I guess Dak is better. He doubled down on it and said they're screwing Rush. That Dak was ready last week, but they didn't want him to look bad against the Eagles. They wanted to give him a soft landing against the Lions and let let, let Cooper play the tough game against the Eagles. It, when you think you heard it all, that complete yeah. idiot. <laughs> so I don't... I... I I disagree that they should stick with Rush, but and I, I don't know if that's why they did it, but I do think he probably could have played last week. And I do think, I think it was, you know, the team, the team's on a roll. They haven't lost with, with Rush. Dax 90%, you know, let, let, let's not bring him back till he's a hundred percent in the, in the team. All right, well, that's a- that's the a team, little different than the saying they pur- like, like not not they purposely screwed him because he's he's their boy, so they purposely screwed Rush because they wanted if anybody was going to look bad, they wanted it to be Rush. They didn't want Dak to look bad. No, I mean, you're not I, bringing him back because he's not 100. percent That's that's logical. That's not being a moron like like Bob yeah. Scott. Like I think if it was a playoff game against the Eagles, I think he would have played. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. I mean, it's Skip Bayless has been very, very pro rush as well, which kind of tells you all you need to know there. <laughs> all right. Packers at commanders, the Packers three and three, but somehow look worse than that at the commanders who are two and four and also somehow look worse than that. 
Carson Wentz out, Heineke in. I don't know if that is a down is too much of a downgrade for the Commanders. I mean, I I have to pick the Packers because the Commanders are are awful. Um, I I make this pick with no confidence at all. It wouldn't it like if if this was a carbon copy of Bears Commanders, it wouldn't shock me where the Commanders twelve seven victory something like that. But you know, I I, I just. Yeah, I have to go with the pedigree and that the Packers are going to somehow wake up a little bit in a in a, in a soft matchup. So, and, and, I mean, the, the, the commanders have a pretty good pass rush, so it's not going to be easy sledding for Rodgers, but I'll take, I'll take them on the road. Again, no, no confidence in this pick. John. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta think the Packers are going to get right, but, uh, for the, yeah, for the commanders, that might be an uh, it might be an upgrade at the at the QB there, especially uh, for McLaurin, who uh, they gave him the bag and uh, he's, he doesn't hasn't been doing anything. He doesn't have any connection with Wentz. Uh, Wentz doesn't throw to him yeah, when he exactly. throw, when he throws to him. Oh, I mean, McLaurin's oh, really yeah. really good. So, like, sounds what, like what, somebody <laughs> has him on his uh, on their uh, team. Uh, somebody has a vest, vested interest in, McC- in McLaurin. Uh, he does. Yes. He does. Yes. Yeah. Well, business is going to pick up. For you, <laughs> was it? Was it that obvious, John? Yeah. Was it that <laughs> obvious? Business is going to pick up for you with uh, Heineke because uh, that's definitely his favorite receiver. So you'll be, you'll be good there. But anyway, uh, yeah, I, I was shocked. That was the first time uh, Lafleur lost uh, two games in a row with the uh, the Packers. So I, 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 I'd be shocked if it was three. So we'll go with the Packers. Senior. R e l a x. Relax. <laughs> No, I'm seeing, you know, I'm going to call, it's going to be like a really nice story. You can run on the Packers. The Packers aren't going to score a lot of points. You can run on the Packers. Brian Robinson has a real nice game, gets a couple of touchdowns. Heineke makes some plays with his legs. The people in Washington, D.C. are all popping open the green bottles after the game. Everybody's drinking Heineken's. Celebrating the commander's <laughs> upset victory, we drive it, drive the nail into R E L A X's coffin. Go commanders! <laughs> I'm on Commanders Island. So, senior, you pick. Am I right here? Three and all week from the NFC East, right? You there pick you the go. Cowboys, Giants, and Commanders. <clears throat> two two best divisions in football, the East. It's all in the East, baby. All right. And the last game, the one, three and one Texans at the one and four Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders, I mean, the the Raiders are better than one and four on paper. It was a really, you know, really tough loss as the uh, cameraman that Devontae Adams injured can can attest to in their uh, their game against the Chiefs. I do like the Texans running game. on talent and at home, it's tough. I mean, I, it feels like a, if there was ever a get-right spot for the Raiders, this is it. So I'll pick the Raiders in a, in a relatively easy victory. Senior. Yeah, the Raiders are going to be – they announced today, I don't know if you heard it, Waller's not playing. And Hunter Redfro I mean, it's just like every other week. Hunter Redfro is trending to not playing, but I still think the Raiders have enough coming, coming off of uh, bye week. Rested and if um, looking at their schedule, 
I looked at it today and John's good. John quotes the schedules, but I look at like the next five games that I, I could very well see them going on a five game winning streak and getting to six and four and getting into the thick of the playoff race like they should with their talent. So, yeah, yeah, I definitely take the Raiders to start on a good run this week against the Texans. John, yeah. close us yeah. out here. Raiders easy. Raiders easy. Any 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 analysis beyond that? No, just uh, <laughs> well. Uh, as an aside, uh, I'm I'm kind of shocked that not really shocked, but it's the NFL. But Devonta Adams should have you know got a game or two, a suspension. Uh, you know, besides the legal stuff, come on, that was that was a disgusting act there. It's a little double standard. There's guys they would have suspended for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean he's got a good but reputation. Didn't they put out a statement saying they're waiting to see how the legal thing plays out before they make a decision on their discipline? No, much oh, like so they're I handling saw something like that somewhere. Okay. Handling it like like the Kamara incident. Yeah. I think the NFL likes the idea that doesn't mind the idea of the Raiders being competitive, being, you know, in a relatively new venue and keeping things hot in Vegas, you know. So they they may not be too too thrilled about penalizing the Raiders. And also, I mean, it really is a total first offense, right? I mean, Devontae Adams has never been in any kind of trouble at all. Not at all. It's a bad look. But, yeah. So, Senior, we're looking at the schedule here. Listen to this little stretch, week 15 and 16. You got two, 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 two teams going to Chicago. Philly, oh, three weeks in a row, actually. Green Bay, then Philly, then Buffalo, going to the Bears. <laughs> uh. <laughs> We're looking forward to that. Those will be primetime viewing. Some primetime matchups, yeah. Those games are probably going, you know how they shift games at the end of the year. They could shift those into primetime. <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. <laughs> All right, guys. I think we we covered all the games. Let's hope for another winning week from the uh, from the Patriots and from the Giants, so we can all come here happy again. Um, and I mean, this a winning week from the Patriots this week doubles as a losing week for the Bears, which Senior loves. So oh, just d- d- double happiness. So we are here on the North South Connection Podcast Network. You should check out all the other great content that we have here. On the on the on the site, or, I'm sorry, on the podcast network. John, anything you're uh, working on? Uh, not really. Just uh, always checking uh, clotheslines and headlines with that boy uh, Ryan Gray. Very good. And I am uh, I am recording an episode of nine nine zero two one zero episode review. I'm, I'm recording it after this, so I'll let everybody know when that's up because that that's something not to be missed. All right. Any parting shots, guys? No, we we said it all. Go Astros. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Edit that. (laughs) For Senior, for John and the Cowboy, thank you for for joining us this week. Stay safe.